I don't know how to start this anymore because I did like Silly Voices. We did Silly Voices a couple of times and it really hasn't progressed the uh, push through this month. So I'm just going to go and say, my name is Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile for everything that's not Robin Hood films. <laughs> and I'm John Gannis. I'm movie mad for anything that's not Robin Hood films. Are you movie mad? I I am movie mad. And honestly, I might be movie mad this week. I, th- I feel I feel good about this week. Despite this is Are You Movie Mad, the podcast in which we watch a bunch of films. I try and show Johnny a bunch of films he may not have seen and see if he likes them or not. Sometimes they're films I actually like. This time around, it's kind of all been leading to this one. Yes. This yeah. one, who, uh, one, two, three, four, fifth down on the six cast and crew listed on iTunes oh. is Tim Minchin. That doesn't <laughs> fill me with hope. But Above <laughs> Jamie Dornan. Hmm. Hello, um, Jamie Dornan. But Taron Edgerton, who, you know, I love in uh, Rocket Man, so Egerton. Is it Egerton? Um, is it Egerton? I think it's Egerton. That's called the whole thing. Because Joel Egerton, he's got a D in his name. Oh. Whereas Taron Egerton, he's got a D in his pants. <laughs> he does indeed. Um, and isn't he playing that in a, a show you get a stage show at some point? Is he playing cock? Yes, I am going to see it. Um, Taron Egerton theatre show called uh, is it Cock or Dick? I think it's Cock. One of those. I think it's Cock. Isn't yeah. it? Didn't I read something that's like that's the the play Ben Wishaw did just before he came out? Is it? I don't know. See, this is. I the think thing. I say something. So I was like, uh, is is Taron secretly going to then just say like, yeah, you know what? I like everything. So for my birthday, like, high five, buddy. For my birthday this year, my Take sister it all. gave me a. Um, my my mum had gone to Blackpool recently. Um, and she got my mum to get one of those uh, crappy little uh, lollies, uh, the Rocks. penis lollies. Oh, yeah. wait, what? A penis lolly, penis-shaped lolly. Oh, oh yeah, sure. It's we called a wobbly willy. Um, and she I'm wrote, sorry, is it, what are you doing? Are you? I'm, 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 I'm holding it now, right now. Is it with, oh, it's doing its wrapper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's safety first. Yes, exactly. Um, and she wrote on it, Ambassador's Theatre, um, a date in 2022 and i thought well what's that and she goes well you'll have to look it up and i said well i'm holding a penis in my hand and we're going to the theater is michael fassbender uh, hashtag human tripod tripod michael fassbender doing that show and she's like no it's not that so i looked it up and it turns out i'm going to see a show called cock uh star in town Ed- edgerton 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 um yeah so yeah, but before we do that, we are you going show... to take li- li- let that uh, lolly sit until then and take it into the yes. theatre to take it into the theatre and just have eye contact with Taron the entire time. Yes, and moan loudly. Will you make sure you record it so that we can put it on our special OnlyFans? Yes, well, good. I would like to see this. Um, would you like to see Robin Hood? I would like to see it in a very, very slow motion. Can you do it as like 60 frames and then slow it down? <laughs> I want to see yeah. Really... Um... <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be watching the 2018 Robin Hood with uh, Taron Egerton. The one that uh, I kept getting emails for the year before it was coming out from the PR department. Oh, really? Because I was, yeah, I was still getting emails from some PRs yeah. and they would just constantly send pictures, set photos and exciting things going on of, you know, Ben Mendelssohn standing, looking like he's, uh, you know, fucking Darth Vader here <laughs> and uh, looks like looking like he's got an army of uh, stormtroopers with guns, like, you know, Nazi stormtroopers okay. with guns. And it's like, wait, 
is this is this a modern thing? Is this like a future thing? And it was really hard to tell in what period this thing is set, this version of Robin Hood was set. It's like, oh, they're just doing a, a futuristic sci-fi adaptation of Robin Hood or something. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Nope. It's 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 arrows. It's just it's arrows and swords. They just decided to make it look really odd. <laughs> and uh box office said we don't want that, it turns out. But uh this is this film. And this isn't film with some with a crazy cast when you look at it. Now, can you remind her who directed it? Uh, oh, is it uh, no. It's Otto Bathurst, didn't he do uh, uh, Hammer of the Gods? It feels like it should be a Guy Ritchie Robin Hood film. That's because it looks like uh, the King Arthur piece of shit yeah. he did. No, it's not that. And you've seen this one before, right? Yep. See, you just thought I would have seen this because... It, because you it, saw everything in the cinema. You would yes, see everything I, in the cinema. I did. I did used to, yeah. Back in the day. And this one features um, uh, Tim Minchin, who I am a big fan of. You're not a huge Tim... You're, you're a comedy fan, but you don't do Tim Minchin. You don't, do you I do much, much music comedy? Not much, no. Weird Al. Yeah. He's my respect. Uh, so, Otto Backhurst has done three episodes of uh, series three of Teachers, the last good series of Teachers. Okay. He did four episodes of Hustle. Right. He did uh, the National Anthem episode of Black Mirror. Pig fucker. Okay. Yeah. He did the uh, first three episodes of Peaky Blinders, which okay. led him to this. Um, and then he's done two episodes of His Dark Materials, and he's uh, done t- episodes one and two of the Halo TV series. Right. And... Uh... Back to Tim Minchin, though. I'm, I'm curious. I'm sorry, who? Tim Minchin. Um, Tim Minchin, a man I could have gone see do a podcast live with like 30 other people and met him and hung out with him because no one yeah. gave me crap about him when I was in the LA Podcast Festival and Stuart Goldsmith was in, a, was in a crowd trying to get people to go to his show the next day. And I didn't because I had other plans. But I saw Stuart afterwards and we talked about the fact that uh, a friend of the show, Richard Sandling, is our connection between the two of us, him being the comedian's comedian podcast host and me being the I Move My podcast host. Hmm. Um, you know the things you get to do and yeah i, I didn't see tim Minchin. I, so, I could have hung out with him it's fine see, I, no, but yeah. i had to go and see jimmy pardo do never not funny jimmy pardo of course a big fan of nashville and we do a podcast yeah. every friday about nashville so it's much more important to talk about nashville than tim, tim Minchin. True. was tim Minchin ever in an episode of nashville was no. he on set for nashville because jimmy pardo was so <laughs> you know but we got some insight on that one you've got two uh lawrence arabius on your uh, iTunes, yes, anyway. Um, I do know. I don't know what happened. I think it, when it went to 4K, they decided to put two things there. It happened with Die Hard with a Vengeance as well. When that went to 4K, they gave me two of them. Hmm. I was like, well, that's very confusing and annoying. I don't know. They both go to the same bloody version of the film as well, so it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Um, so, Tim Minchin, what, do you, what have you seen of his? I thought like he did a couple of Never Mind the Buzzcocks back in the day. Um, what about any of his shows and you put any 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 of his songs i've seen groundhog day the musical yes yes Thanks you dragging me i was not a fan <laughs> of groundhog day the musical despite the fact that it would go on to broadway in success for a bit yeah it's it's still one of my uh go-to albums to listen to well that's nice i found the ending disappointing but i've i've i found a love for the soundtrack the end is it... disappointing because what happens is then it doesn't continue forever yes and you were just like i want to live in this world forever <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, but I find him a, an amazing writer. Um, but yeah, in terms of his um, his stand up shows, uh, have you seen any bits of it? Like I don't know see... anything about him. Really? In that sense, I really don't. 
And I, I, I feel like I saw him. I feel like yeah, he's like a, he's like Noel Fielding, but Australian. I get it. I don't care. I don't like Noel Fielding in England. Would you ever be open to watching? No, I'm, I'm famously closed off, and I don't like to uh, watch new things. This podcast like you <laughs> watching new things and me watching my old things. Because thought... if I end up watching new things, it ends up being fucking cats three times. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I feel like we should watch some uh, Tim Minchin classic stand-up. Tough. Um, we're watching this instead. No, but eventually, I, I feel like I should. I well, if he makes a movie, and I don't mean the Matilda musical, if he makes right. a movie just of his stand-up, that's fine. Okay. Well, yeah, there's there's movies of it. No, 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 no. Like an actual movie <laughs> in which, like, he is an undercover secret agent who does who plays as a stand-up and performer on stage in order to uh, take down the evil criminal Gethsemane Bay. All right. I can't who's going that, to but... do a nuclear apocalypse on the moon that's going to fall to Earth? What I'm saying is yeah. Moonfall Two. Two. I can't. I can't promise that, but we do. do Why couldn't you promise this? Isn't that the animated film he was going to make? <laughs> We do do um, uh, documentary month, right? Yeah, and that's an annual thing. Tends to be. We tend to end up doing one. Yeah. Um, so next documentary month, can I have one slot? Johnny, you can have my slot. Aww. You can well, do anything. You can put anything you want in there. I don't have any problems with what you do. Okay. I give like, consent. I think I've got a way to introduce you to Tim Minchin next documentary month, though. It's, it's a hard Can we have him on the show to do this, then? Oh, that's the dream. It's Just a hard film to come across. And touch but, face. Um, and touch anything else you want as well. Yeah. But I will... Uh, do you know what? Maybe maybe I'll, I'll find the courage to, to send him a little cheeky DM. Um, oh, just, can you can you open up his dooms? Mm. Um, but yeah, there, there, is a doc, there is a Tim Minchin documentary about when he first started out and it's very hard to come by i believe because the last time i was looking and it's like i don't know well I'll, I'll look into it and hopefully we can get that sorted because it would be nice to have you as a tim Minchin fan and he's not a comedian anymore he's like you know like he's an actor he's been in robin hood and yeah yeah the last time i saw him live it wasn't oh he just, he just he just decided to stand there and do in the net <laughs> No, it was um, it was uh, like a le- he's got a legitimate album. It's not a comedy album. Um, and it's quite good. He's a very good writer, and yeah. he likes music. So I think you should check at least whoa, at least whoa, his new Jesus, album. You can't say that about. I'm okay with music. <laughs> I tolerate music, but then my children will be next. Um, now you saw this Robin Hood film. How are you feeling going into this again? Considering we've just happy, okay. Considering we've just watched three Robin Hood films where we we've both ended up going, it was fine, but Robin Hood is an uninteresting character. Yeah. Do you feel like this is going to happen to us again? I mean, character-wise, maybe, but right. uh, I think visually you'll get enough fun out of it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Is there I enough mean, to it's... mention to keep me going? Uh, depends on how much Tim mention you need to keep you going. Five hours. No. No. It's an hour and fifty-seven minutes with credits. Damn. It's not going to happen. Don't don't expect that. What the fuck? Is he in an hour and fifty-six minutes? But the last minute he's of credits, he's not in it. No, he's only in the end credit sequence. 
It's just him dancing around going uh, and saying the names of all the people. <laughs> I'd be up for that. I know, a good way to end the film is just have someone like Tim Minchin just pop in and just read the credits. <laughs> why don't they do that more often? Well, why don't we watch uh, Robin Hood and see what happens? Because I'm intrigued. I, I'm I'm already tired going into this. And it's, it's a mix of the fact that we recorded two podcasts before this and also the fact that I'm having flashbacks to when we recorded the last three Robin Hood move, uh, episodes. Oh, well, the last week, how... because we've had to rush all this so we can get things out because yeah. I've got to go on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> and just how um, how much they destroyed me before I went into work and got even more destroyed. Yeah, but this one's got Ben Mendelsohn. Like you know Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> I feel like you're going to just cut off then. This one's no, no, got this... Ben Mendelsohn and then we just come back. <laughs> this has got Ben Mendelsohn and Bono's daughter. Yeah, and Tim Edgerton. Or Edgerton. I'm, I, I'm just glad we're getting through it. It's two hours, it's 20 minutes, uh, well, nearly half an hour shorter than the last. Kevin Costner one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got more interesting and less problematic character, uh, actors than uh, the, the Avengers. Yeah, one. Yep. And it uh, has more action uh, than the animated one yeah i can so, confirm that one it's got more action than the animated version maybe it's got everything we wanted in each of the three maybe this get... is the one you've been waiting for all this time maybe maybe when maybe. everyone said this one's the worst robin hood yet or whatever they said it was because they wanted the old ones and we want the new ones and you get the new one you're like yeah this is my jam or maybe or maybe the real one is uh robin hood 2010 which we're not even doing an episode on Maybe, but this one's produced by Leonardo DiCaprio, according to the uh, iTunes thing. Okay. That must mean it's good, right? Oh, there's only one way to find out. If I may, I propose a bounty. A thousand a week until he's caught or killed. I've never seen anything like you. You stared death in the face. That's why I chose you. You're not curious? He's under the hood. He's obviously well-trained. You clatter him, he's a smash-and-grabber, nothing more. Who do you think the thief is? He's all of us. You're an admirer. He has his qualities. He's not you. Are you sure? I'm just still letting the credits play out as we talk. I uh, just closed in this now. There was a hand-holding at this point. For the visual effects supervisor, for the hand-holding moment. They needed CGI to make people's hands touch. And this was before the coronavirus. <laughs> Nowadays, you can't even get in the same room as each other. Remember when we used to be in the same room? Uh, fun times. Uh, Taron blinks in his uh, graphically done thing. Jerry Fox doesn't even have eyes on his one. <laughs> I feel like this did exactly what the other ones did in terms of the first half was fun. You were getting into it. And then uh, the second half kind of dragged a bit. But yeah. this one dragged less, much less so. Because it only least, had 40 minutes of dragging. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the the actors were fun to watch and the... I don't know, the action was good. Yeah. But 
So tell me about the first time you saw this. Well, that would be uh, opening weekend in the cinema at the West India Key on one of their biggest screens right. where there was about you know, 20 of us. Oh, OK. Um, did this, was this supposed to get a sequel and stuff? Yeah, this wanted to be a yeah. franchise because, you know, Robin Hood is uh, in the public domain, so anyone can do any of them. Right. So you can always make a Robin Hood and they figured, well, we'll make a franchise out of this and uh, did not do well. Did I ever tell you I did um, a, for university, we had a uh, a lecture on opening credits. Okay. And um, we had a thing where we had to split up into groups, which was always fun, um, and create opening credits for a TV show of our choosing, like one, we could make one up or whatever, you know. So we did a, um, an arrow kind of show um about a guy who was basically it was basically a modern day robin hood wait you you were doing this in a time when arrow existed yeah yeah because you're you're young yeah by the time arrow existed i was doing you know interviews with Stephen. (laughs) yeah um so we did uh a sort of arrow kind of thing Mm. but it was more a modern modern take on robin hood and um in our credits we did use uh, a clip from the uh animated robin hood the disney one we watched the other day the sexy one yeah the, other the, week, second, the first of the two sexy ones yeah because this one's pretty um we used pretty. that as a uh, our character was uh hacking into systems and you know uh stealing you know, Bitcoin or whatever it was. Bitcoin? <laughs> Not Bitcoin, but you know what I mean, like uh, hacking Hoodcoin. into... Yeah. Um, wearing a green hoodie and... Um, King and coin, then, maybe. Ooh. And then you see, like, loads of code, and then he looks to another screen, and on the other screen is uh, the animated Robin Hood, just to drive in the point that it was a Robin Hood thing. <laughs> um, I'd been mean to tell you that. Very, uh, this month, but I thought I'd save it till the end. Why didn't you send um, me your picture video of this? Where is it? Oh, I don't know where it is. I couldn't tell you. Well, I'm, I want you to tell me. Tell me. Yeah, I, I have no Do idea. I have to talk to you? <laughs> or do you okay. become a martyr? Um, I forgot uh, Jamie Foxx was in this. Because um, he's barely in this? Yeah. Considering he's little drunk. Uh, yeah, and considering you said yeah, you yourself, um, Firetuck is a more important character, but he's so far down on the uh, on the list. He's almost like Jamie Foxx is a person who can get a film greenlit, and Tim Minchin is a person who struggles to get his films made at all, if it ever. Yeah. You know, as a opportunity. And puts That's him through true. a real funk after the fact that he moved everywhere to make a movie and it didn't go properly. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, straight away, Jamie Foxx gets his hand cut off, which was... Not straight away. I mean, it's like well, a minute. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's not first straight. off, he First off, he almost stabs Taron Egerton to death. Yeah. strangles him. And then his hand is relieved from his body. The war sequences are very <laughs> modern. Yeah. yeah I love that stuff. Kind of stuff, like, yeah. Even the costuming of the war. Yeah, they're particularly soldiers. designed to make it look like it is, you know, a more modern aesthetic. 
which is yeah. why when the pictures were coming out, it was this kind of confusing. Is this modern? Is this dystopian future? Are there guns in this one? What's going on? It was really hard to pass what the actual information was on this one when they were being when they're sending me these PR emails. <laughs> but it works. I think it looks fun. Yeah, it does. It does look fun. But again, um, we've said this every week and I still stand by it. Robin Hood is not an interesting character. He does not work cinematically. There's no but point he, in him. Here they try and make him, they do the Batman thing where he's a yeah. know, he's a playboy by day and by night he goes and does the steering stuff. Yeah, at least they try But they don't here. lean into that anywhere near enough. Yeah, yeah. It quickly then just becomes, right now it's an action film. Yeah. When, you know, the heisting and the sneaking around and the kind of, yeah, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm drunk, I'm at a party, I'm just having fun. It's, kind of, it's much more engaging, that's character work, that gets mm. Taron to do a lot of acting and he's a very good actor. He really is. He's a very enjoyable screen presence. You like him, but you're also willing to be against him if you need to, because he can mm. take it. He can take yeah. a lot of things, and he's really cool and fun yeah. and talented. I like Tarrington. I have his long, long life. Me too. Um, I'll give my yeah. his if that has to be. <laughs> That's fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Um, Let's put that out there now. I would. If the if the if it had to happen, of course. So not suggesting please go and just do it, but if the opportunity came, mm. he deserves more. Um, what was I going to say? So, um, what happened in terms of were they talking about sequels and stuff in terms <laughs> when they were promoting it? I feel like someone at Lionsgate was like, "Yeah, this is going to be like a whole thing." It's going to be Are our they... brand for a bit, and then very like after opening day, it was like. What? No, we didn't make a Robin Hood film. What are you talking about? But no, no. Talking... Um, we'll uh, we're going to do another Saw film, right? Look over there, John Wick. I don't know. They weren't talking about it though in like interviews and stuff. I don't recall. No, I don't recall. I think they just kind of like counting their blessings at some point. They even got film made. Yeah. Uh, by the time the film was coming out, it was already DOA. Hmm. Let me, I'm going to look at the uh, Wikipedia page. Yeah, you go and see if they even contemplated it publicly, because I've got a feeling by the time the trailer is released, people will be just shitting on it so much. It's a shame, because of the four, I'd say it's the most... Most fun. Why is Robin... <laughs> I've searched Robin Hood 2018. Yeah. Why is Robin Hood hated 2018? Oh, because that was the year this film came out. Every other year, Robin Hood was liked because he stole from the rich and gave the poor. This time around, he made a film that people seem to not like because, well, I don't know. Rife with stereotypes, a terrible script, and odd 300-esque cinematography that just doesn't fit. It's not only a film nobody asked for, but one that nobody should be forced to endure. Well, oh, I wasn't forced. I paid yeah. money. I went willingly. What do you mean? We endured yeah. the other three, or the other, the first two at, very, at the very least, the first two. But what do they mean, like, you know, 300-esque cinematography, just because there's some CG in it or something? Yeah, slow motion bullets. Maybe slow motion. Yeah. There's a couple of moments when there's slow motion arrows, but that's... I don't get it. There's yeah. a lot of blue in this. There's not a lot of blue in 300. Zack Snyder doesn't like colour much. Mm. In fact, exactly. he likes it so little, he likes to make it black and white now, which renders everything purposeless. Because he doesn't know what things are. He's like, oh, that's cool. He doesn't go like, oh, that means something. Uh, grossed over 86 million against the production budget of 100 million. Mm. Plus promotion. 
Oh, add into that, and you uh, get a DOA proper bomb. Nominated for three Aussies: worst yeah. remake, worst supporting fo- actor for Fox, and worst picture. Wow. I mean, it's, the Razzies are nice. like a let's go for an easy target kind of thing. They don't really do anything. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah if Adam Sandler production company has a film out, that will always get a nomination for no reason. If Michael Bay's got a film, that'll get a nomination. Doesn't matter. They don't actually matter. You like know the what? Oscars, the Razzies don't actually matter. You know what? Um... Eternals now playing. <laughs> you know what I found tomatoes. Severely lacking in. Uh, all four of these films. Sex. The Merry Men. Oh. Like, Little John is the leader of the Merry Men. Yeah. But the other Merry Men are never... Never you know, there, really. Yeah. Will Scarlet is kind of a bad... Turns into bad guy by the end of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tuck, I guess. Yeah, no, they really don't and it do could, much merriment. Yeah, it, don't, it shouldn't... It wouldn't take much to... Have four Keep. characters. Yeah. You know, uh, you've got the big one. You've got the uh, fat one. Mm-hmm. Like the silly one. Um, you're going to have the uh, one who thinks knows the best. You can have the one who's always like, yeah, let's get it done. You're going to have the one who's just wants to chill out and just wants to fight anything. And you're going to have the one that's uh, kind of into the old shtick. It's like, uh, yeah, no, I, I heard through the winds and the vines and I believe in legacy and destiny. There's yeah. a merry men right there. Boom. I just created four characters out of whole cloth or whole hood. Rotten Tomatoes, what do you reckon the uh, percentage is? Uh, probably 36. Uh, I'll say it's based on 163 reviews. That uh, is? 15%. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Average yeah, rating of 3.7 out of 10. Critical consensus. Uh, lobs from rich source material, but it's ultimately rich source material. Rich Fuck. source material is a real stretch, guys. Have you read Ultimate, any of them? Ultimately, just another poor attempt to needlessly gussy up a classic tale of amped up action and modern special effects. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. They make arrow fighting look cool. Taron's arrow work is astounding. Yeah. Go and look at some of the behind the scenes videos of him training and showing off. He's He can do it. He can do it. At least he could do it back then. It's like uh, James A. Castle with a hula if he trained. Metacritic. In the moment, maybe he fucked up, but he trained. Metacritic gives it 32 out of 10. Out of 100, rather. Wow, 32 out of 10. I mean, that's yeah. a qualified Danny's like number one at the IMDb top 100. <laughs> AFI have just put it on the only film you ever need to see before you die list. The Oscars have, have gone back and said, actually, the year when we gave it to Nomadland, because there were no other films, uh, we've given it to Robin Hood as well. So, joint effort. So, well done. And Otto Balthurst has gone and uh, helped redirect uh, Eternals by making it, you know, two hours shorter and with a much more Peaky Blinders cast members. That's just great. Uh, 40% audience score. That's more like it, I would say. They're aware that Tim mentioned is silly in this, right? Yeah. Like F. Murray Abraham cameos. You can't give an F. Murray Abraham cameo less than 50%. He alone makes everything fine. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, it's What's really your favourite F. Murray Abraham film? Robin Hood now. No, probably, um, um, probably, uh, the hotel one by Wes Anderson. Yeah. Ugh. No, not a fan? 
No. Yeah. I watched it again recently, and it's got worse every single time I watch it. Really? It went from a three and a half to a two and a half to a flat out one star film. That thing. Ooh. It's awful. What would it's you really give? Um, what are you going to rate this one, uh, Robin Hood? Uh, what, I rate it when you first saw it. What do you reckon? I gave it uh, like a three out of five. Okay, and uh, now six seven. I'd give it a three out of five still. Yeah. Yeah, it's cromulent. The first hour is great fun. It's got some good ideas. There's really good actors having getting to play around. Ben Mendelssohn sneering. I enjoy Mendelssohn. Like Ben Mendelssohn is kind of like my thing. Yeah. When he gets to smile and be happy, I love it. When he gets to sneer and be, you know, that kind of villain, I love it. I just love Ben Mendelssohn doing things. And even if it's a bad film, it's like, but he's great in it. And that's, yeah, inherent. Of course, you know, let's face it, Place Beyond the Pines is the kind of peak Mendelssohn. <laughs> He's so greasy in that film. He's just this slivering little friend. Just greases up the place. I love greasy Ben. Um, I just think that Robin Hood, as a character, as a legend, as a story, uh, it's impossible to make a film about Robin Hood that isn't uh, that doesn't slow down at some point. Why? I don't know. I mean, we've proven that this is what has happened, but why has this happened? Yeah, that's the question. That's the thing. How can we then, Johnny, rectify this with our adaptation eventually? I, what, what I do we wouldn't do? even, I wouldn't even begin to attempt to adapt this because Tough. No we're point. doing it. <laughs> okay. I mean, what would you do? Because, like, I don't know. Well, that's what, what we're discussing here. This yeah. is the point, isn't it? So, right? Do we open with him coming back from the Crusades? Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's the when he. <sighs> How do we end it? What is the third act of this piece then? If we're gonna, if we're comfortable with the first two acts, basically. Um. Yeah, I suppose so. The, the end of the second act, the beginning of the third, is is where it. Okay. What's the what 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 would you feel is the ultimate darkness for Robin Hood to face up against? Is it being having the people turn his back on him? And starting think... to realise actually, you know, what's happening to the town is worse because of you. Yeah, that'd be more fun to explore. I think it's the um, hiding away from everything while mm. he plans his final attack. Right. You know, that is what brings the whole film down to, you know, a slow crawl. Okay, so scrap the idea what he is going to attack in the third act. Actually, in the second act darkness, he is captured. And this is when the town turns on him when they know who yeah. he truly is and where he becomes. Exactly, he's, he, yeah. he's a rich man who's pretended to be poor and helped everyone out. But at the same time, he's still one of those who for a long time spat upon those. Yeah. And so he's got to pay for the crimes of his entire. You know, yeah. And, name. Turn it, and turn it into a court courtroom drama for a, a small portion of it. Well, just just like his name, Robin of Luxley, get, is yeah, thus cursed and spat upon by these people, mm. which is why he drops the of Luxley and becomes Robin Hood truly, because that's his new name, his new persona. And that's where we're exploring is the uh, the loss of one and the gaining of what your truth is. Again, you're not born, you're born into a given name, but you don't earn your name. It's the name he's what he's earned. And that's okay. that journey, right? Fix that. Right, yeah. You can do a court case if you want. I'm just thinking, like, you know, he has to break his way out and truly prove to the town that uh, he is, you know, worth caring about. Means, yeah, a lot of action sequences, blowing up the tower, something like that. And I would like to see him actually giving the money back to the poor, because I feel like... We keep you know, skipping over things the, like that, don't the we? The effects that this has 
on the poor getting their money back. Yeah. You know, because they they'll be putting the money back into the economy. Yeah, no, we should start to see like at least some sort of you know plateau of charity going on here as opposed yeah. to just everyone's in poverty yeah but now they're in more poverty oh and now there is like less poverty okay do we that's get to visualize thing. it no we just mention it yeah that's the thing it's here's some coins mentioned. on a plate yeah it's always mentioned that he robs he robs from the rich and gives to the poor we see him we, robbing from the rich we never we see never any... see truly the one-on-one interactions kind of thing you want that spy friendly neighborhood spider-man thing where you see him save the people on the street and also save the city yeah and That's you could do it so easily with, like, you know, a family that's struggling to eat or something, and then, you know... So they, Tom Holland turn... is Robin Hood? Yeah. <laughs> they turn around, and then they turn back, and suddenly there's, like, a bag full of money on the table. You know? And yeah. it's like, oh, someone left us money. It's that Robin Hood character we've heard about. He's given back to the poor, like we heard. But in, I've never... You know, this this it's only ever. And then, then one of the kids tries to eat one of the coins. And goes, no, I can't do this. We shall still starve because there's nothing to buy. There's nowhere to buy food. Yeah. We will die rich. Good night, it's, father. Um, Good night, child. Do you think this will come back to haunt us at any point? When do you think the next time? Because I think it's inevitable that Robin Hood will come back. A version. As a cat, as a person. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, as a character, as a film or a TV series, what do you think will be next in the world? I think um, it will be that... when they listen to this podcast and go, gosh, we're going to give it to these two. Oh, finally. Let's but... do it. Let, let, let's convince them now. Look, I write, I, I'm good at writing screenplays. I can get you uh, 115 pages, boom. Fun, exciting, thrilling, sexy if you want it to be. Action. You can ha- you can have it period setting. You can have it modern setting. You can kind of play around with what you want. You can have it dystopian. You can have it science fiction if you want. And mm. it could be an exciting, proper action film, which you could probably make it like uh, if you want to make it at uh, twenty million, or if you want to make it at uh, eighty-five million. I wouldn't suggest going over that. What would is that? Is that what you think it will be next? It will be another film because I could see it as a. Um, I can't uh, see them doing it as a prestige TV show because they won't. They'll be too busy. They won't see it as a possibility to stretch not out. Not a prestige TV show, but I could see something along the lines of a BBC Saturday night, you know, three or six episodes. Something like Sherlock, which I don't feel like was a very prestige when it started, you know? Well, hour and a half bloody shows. Yeah, it was prestige. But it was only three episodes. Yeah, three movies. Yeah. Three movies. They got Paul McGuigan to do it. He was a fucking film director. They got Martin Freeman in there. Yeah. It was a known entity. But like, I don't know, something where they'd start off small and not put too much money into it, which fair enough. Give it, give it a few episodes, four or six episodes. Um, See how it goes. And then it'll build on from that. That's what I could see coming from this. But yeah. Would they have the merry men in those episodes or would they kind of wait them out and then eat them? Build them up, yeah. So who would you be? You would just get uh, Loxley, Marion, Sheriff, uh, Tuck, and uh, Thingamajiggy. John. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, build up the others bit by bit. Like, you know, they'd still feature in it. But then yeah. by the end of the first series, you'd get them together. Okay. 
And then sometimes you could have episodes which just focused on a certain Merry Man or or someone that wasn't Robin Hood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But for the last time this month, thank Christ, can you ask me the bloody question? <laughs> Are you mad you watched this movie? I'm not mad. I'm glad I watched this one. This is, of, of all of them, this is the one I was, you know, I wanted to get off my chest. This and um, last week's. Costner. Yeah. Are you movie mad for Robin Hood 2018? Not at all. What order would you put them in if you had to rank them? Oh, OK, right. So um, probably uh, Prince of Thieves and 2018 almost neck and neck. But I think uh, 2018 just below. Because like, Tim Wow. Ten Minchin doesn't get it above, and also it's you know half an hour shorter. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you convinced me actually. Yeah. All right. So um, Prince of Thieves a hair above a hair yeah, below. below. Okay. Um. Then and then. Uh, Flynn. No Disney. Disney. Flynn. Ooh, yeah. Blimey. Wow. Yeah. Because Disney was an hour and twenty minutes as opposed to an hour and forty. That and uh, Flynn's got Flynn, and um, yeah, it was very charming in that ter- in the film, despite the fact that he's a horrible, horrible, horrible human being who should be never talked about again. True, but also at least um, Disney has got colours, and oh, have you ever had colours? Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah, Technicolor. It was a Technicolor process. I don't know. Like, still, if you were to ask me, all the horses. If I were to be forced to watch one of those two again right now. The one if I would choose. one of those two again right now, what would you choose? I would choose um, Disney over Flynn. Okay. So that, that's why I'm going for that over Flynn right now. I mean, it could change. What about you? Um, eight, 2018. Gap. <laughs> Costner. Gap. Flynn. Gap. Disney. Yeah, fair enough. Disney way down below. That was atrocious. And what about um, 2010? Just for uh, 2010, top tier, top tier, top tier. Both directors really? and theatrical cut. I love both of them. See, you're con- you're kind of convincing me to watch it, but I don't want to have to, and I don't have to do it for the podcast. So, don't yeah. you like Matthew McFadden? Yeah, but I like, I like Matthew McFadden. How long is that one? It's uh, either two hours twenty or like two and a half or so. Oof. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. Well, um, where can we find you to talk? If you want to talk more Robin Hoods, (laughs) all the Robin Hoods, then you can find me at Scott Derrickson on Twitter. But if you want to talk to me about anything that's not Robin Hood, at (laughs) Ethan Runs is where I'm also at. Like you. You can find me at uh, movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us at are you movie underscore mad on twitter and instagram and are you movie mad pod at facebook and um are you movie mad at hotmail.com to email us um we're, we're getting into the last month of the year i'm uh on letterboxd slash dot oh, yeah. slash you yeah. where were you i'm slash uh movie mad right, just gonna make sure that yeah we're coming into december now how do we feel weird it's been a weird sad year yeah um how are we gonna kick off the last month of the year oh i don't know do you fancy watching an animated film 
Yes. Is it Do you fancy watching an animated film that we were going to watch earlier this year? Then it mm. wasn't streaming that day. We decided to try and record. We got halfway through recording the thing, and then it was like, well, no, we're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. And that day became very stressful for me because we missed out on a couple of things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do one of those. Maybe we'll do an animated film from uh, twenty-two Finally. years ago. Finally. <laughs> Cannot wait. Good God, this one's been a long one coming. I don't even remember it. That's the worst part. I don't even know oh. if it's a good film or not. People love it. I don't. I don't know if I do. Well, we'll find out next week, I suppose. Yeah, I guess we'll find out next week as long as it stays on the streaming service. <laughs> Otherwise, again, we're fucked because we are indebted to streaming because there is a horrifying pandemic that hasn't been solved yet. Mm. Anyway. Oh. Till next week, I suppose. Till next week, that's uh, that's a wrap on us recording. It's been a long day to get through this because uh, hey, we recorded a lot today so that I can go and yep. uh, escape this country for a couple of weeks. I'm and going to go escape me. into sleep. Yep. Oh, I wish I was there. I'd hug you to bed. Oh, oh. You'd, you'd have me all a quiver. Oh. That's a bow joke. Are you moving mad? Is part of the Podnose Network the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.